Imagine being a kid stuck on a deserted island, a supposed paradise, with a group of kids around your age. There's no way to survive without constantly depending on each other, and the island soon turns to hell. Everyone becomes selfish and absorbed with their own fears about what will happen to them. This scenario is the plot of Lord of the Flies by William Golding, and we thought the theme of nature versus nurture presented throughout the book was really interesting. What truly determined the logic behind their actions, nature or nurture? So if you don't know what that means, we have a definition from goodtherapy.org, and it goes, the nature versus nurture debate is the scientific, cultural, and philosophical debate about whether human culture, behavior, and personality are caused primarily by nature or nurture. Nature is often defined in this debate as genetic or hormone-based behaviors, traits, and dispositions, while nurture is more commonly defined as environment, culture, and experience. We ask people around, and most people seem to think, it was the environment that affected them most. I think growing up in New York, which is, you know, like generally very liberal, um, I think like, actually, this is a great example because my family is not very liberal. Um, you know, we're Latino, so they yeah. have a lot of deep conservative beliefs like homophobia and uh, sexism, machismo, all of those. Yeah. So I think like, again, Maybe, I don't know, maybe if I grew up in, like, North Carolina or somewhere way more conservative, I wouldn't be the liberal person that I am today. Um, but at the same time, like, yeah, I think that's also where, um, not, not, I don't think it's nature because, like, I, I don't know, I think my morals are pretty, like, you know, human rights, it's not a political belief. Um, but I do think growing up in New York, being surrounded by pretty liberal people living in, like, a liberal bubble definitely influence that a lot. Gotcha. What do you think is more important, nature and nurture, and why? Okay, so I, I feel like in the end, um, you know, nurture is a lot more important than nature in the majority of things. Um, apparently, like, there's, there's certain characteristics that you develop when you're, like, a baby, um, just based on, like, I don't know, like, hormone levels and, like, you know, genetics and stuff, but... In the end, those aren't even, like, considered your personality. The things that are more important to determining personality are, you know, first experiences, you know, like, household, etc., etc., right? Even though those two people said that nurture is more important, that doesn't automatically mean that's true. The age-old debate of nature versus nurture is still going on, with new studies being carried out every year. Why is this such an important topic? The combination of genetics and environmental factors make up who we are as human beings and tell us why we act the way we do. No two humans are the same. With every unique set of DNA comes a completely different mindset about how to think, speak, and act. Our environment prompts us to act so that we can learn and adjust. We know that both genetics and our surroundings play a role, but which one is more influential? We are your host, Paola. And Alina. And today we're going to be talking about this controversial topic using information from our own research, data from past studies, and the book Lord of the Flies. We want to start by talking about the Minnesota Twin Study. 
It began in 1989 when it enrolled 1,400 pairs of identical and same-sex fraternal twins and their families from throughout the upper Midwest to study mental, physical, and social changes as they pass from childhood to adolescence and adulthood. Let's get straight to the results of this study. On the Minnesota Center for Twin Family and Research website, it says, The irritability of trait anxiety increased with age, particularly between ages 14 and 18, no significant new genetic influences emerged after age 14, and the genetic influences were highly correlated across the three ages, supporting developmentally stable genetic risk factors. The environmental effects shared by members of a family decreased in influence across adolescents, while the influence of environmental effects unique to each individual twin remained relatively stable over the course of development and were largely age-specific. What this is basically saying is that the study found that genetic influences generally seem to be stronger than environmental influences, but it actually depends heavily on the age of the subjects. An article by Jane Brody, the personal health columnist for the New York Times, since 1976, who has written over a dozen books, including two bestsellers, wrote an article where she talked about her own two identical twin boys and information from other twin studies. She wrote, Children learn from what they see around them, and if what they mainly experience is violence, abuse, truancy, and no expectations for success, their chances for a wholesome future are compromised from the start. And then her son Eric Enquist, who grew up to be a journalist, said this, Genes define your potential, but your environment largely determines how you turn out. The few who escaped negative influences are outliers. So far, it seems like our genetics lay the base for how we act in response to our environment, but the environment itself, like our socialization and relationships with people around us, have the biggest impact on how we execute our actions. Another study from a 2015 meta-analysis by Nature Genetics concluded that both nature and nurture are nearly equally important for understanding people's personalities and health. The variation for traits and diseases was on average 49% attributable to genes and 51% to environment. To further investigate this finding, we conducted our own interview on a twin. We asked her if her and her twin grew up in the same environment and how she thought her answer affected their different personalities. So I found myself um, a lot more like my dad and Sarah's a lot more like my mom. But I feel like we both got more, I guess, affection from different parents. Growing up, I remember I was always around my dad more, and Sarah was always around my mom more. And okay. for the environment, yeah, I'd say because, I mean, there wasn't any other small differences that we had. It was really just, like, little clubs that we were in. We always did like sports together growing mm -hmm. up there were very few rare instances where like I did something that she didn't I mean now like our clubs and extracurriculars are completely different but that's still the only thing that separates our time together so going off of what the analysis and our interviewee said even if you grow up in the same environment your personality can differ by who you hang out around more this concept can also be observed in Lord of the Flies by William Golding through the characters themselves and the impact of the island on the characters' decisions and actions throughout the book. 
Let's talk about the specific examples that show how the characters in the book evolve as they are continuously provoked by the island environment. In the book, Simon says, maybe there's a beast, maybe it's only us. The fact that they're starting to imagine a beast that they've never confirmed shows how people can change when they're placed in an environment that they are unfamiliar with. Another moment is when Jack was attacking Robert and all the boys were chanting, kill the pig, cut his throat, kill the pig, bash him in. These quotes show how the boys are slowly becoming affected by the island and becoming savages. They're obviously not raised by their parents to act like this, but the harsh nature of the island is forcing them to act against what they were taught to be wrong, and they're now acting as individuals, making their own decisions based on what they want to do. You can see this on a bigger scale with events such as the Holocaust and the Proud Boys. The odds of having bad people manifested in such a tight cluster, it's impossible. These people must have been brought up in certain environments that have these beliefs. I would also say those examples really resonate with me as to why nurture is more important. We want to compare Ralph and Jack, who are two major characters from Lord of the Flies that really display the impact that nature and nurture can have on a person. Listen to what Jack says in the book. He says, We're English, and the English are best at everything, so we've got to do the right things. He also says, Bollocks to the rules. We're strong. We hunt. If there's a beast, we'll hunt it down. We'll close in and beat and beat and beat. Jack was a choir leader at his old school, and you can see that he is born with this alpha male mindset and a sense of pride. These traits of his develop into something bigger, um, into this desire for power that leads him to believe that hunting is more valuable than trying to save the civilization they once had. By the end of the book, Jack is acting completely off of his born traits. Goldie shows Ralph's representation of nurture in contrast to Jack's nature through his actions. Ralph says to Jack in the midst of a heated argument, Don't you want to be rescued? All you can talk about is pig, pig, pig. Later on, he also says, the fire is the most important thing. Without the fire, we can't be rescued. I'd like to put on war paint and be a savage, but we must keep the fire burning. The fire is the most important thing on the island. Ralph is trying to return to the civilized world where his parents are, but all Jack wants to do is hunt. He is prioritizing satisfying his primitive needs while Ralph is pushing for an organized society. The boys are split pretty much half and half towards the end of the book, but ultimately it was Ralph's will for a civilization and building the fire that saved the group. So we think that that can compare to how nurture has a pretty strong effect overall. What is the answer to this debate? The only thing that we know for sure is that the harmony of your genes and our environment determine our actions as a human being, and that is what makes each and every one of us unique. However, our own research and data suggests that nurture is more influential on humans out of the two. In other words, we think morals are learned from family, not naturally. Humans obviously have natural instincts that were developed through evolution, but what you choose to do as an individual and who you choose to surround yourself with affects you more as a person. Those people will influence you from the smallest things, from what you wear to your political beliefs. This podcast focused only on the effect of genetics and of environment on people, but there could be other factors that majorly affect who we are. And what could those be? Thank you for listening to this podcast about the controversy of nature versus nurture by your hosts, Alina and Paola. Mm-hmm.